Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode, Tony and Yenny are recapping 2018, best movies and television shows of last year. They'll also give a little preview to what's coming in 2019. Happy New Year, everyone. Enjoy. Well, hello, everyone. It's Tony the Movie Guy with Miss Money, Annie. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I was going for hello, everybody, and hello, everybody. Yeah, you left out the E. Everybody. <laughs> it's like new slag. Hello, everybody. As <laughs> usual, everybody, we start our podcast with Tony <laughs> making fun of his co-host. Hey, come on. I have to. It's okay. It's great. And... Happy New Year! Yes, Happy New Year, everybody! It's freaking 2019. That means 2020 next year. Yeah, what's nuts is it's going to be like 2300 or no, 20... <laughs> 2300? Like in 80 years, <laughs> what will it be? <laughs> oh my God, 2100? Yes, 2100 2300. Yeah, 2, yeah. <laughs> my math was never a strong subject for me. But isn't that nuts? That's so crazy. That last year just went so quickly. You know, unbelievable. You know, it's weird. 2018 did go by quite fast, but I also did so much. Oh, I know. I mean, Us we and had our like, five weddings. Right, we had so many weddings, multiple destination weddings. Went to Italy, went to Seattle, went all over the place. Scotland for me. Accomplished a lot. Yep. It was nuts. It was a crazy year and lots of podcasts. It was good. That's we right. We gained a lot of listeners. We love you all. That's right. We actually had a great year of expansion we for did. the podcast. So, uh, yeah, all of you who are still listening, thank you. Please tell others about us. Tony the Movie Guy on iTunes, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Anyway, this is our first episode in 2019. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a review of the best of 2018 which like i said was unfortunately kind of tough to do yeah it wasn't the best year no. 2018 no. for movies and tv but you know there were some good ones you there can always find were. some diamonds out of the uh the crap um but yeah you're right it wasn't a year of like oh my god standouts no. it really wasn't um but we'll go through them i have my list you have your list i do I'm interested to see how different they are. And yeah, we're just going to kind of do a recap of our favorite movies. And remember, these are our own subjective lists. Exactly. We haven't watched everything, so there no. will be some omissions. Um, but we'll cover movies first, and then we'll cover TV shows. And then what we'll also do is a little bit of a uh, preview of the most anticipated movies and TV shows coming out in 2019. Yes. All for your listening pleasure. Excellent. You ready to kick off? I'm ready. Well, ladies first. So sweet of you, Tony. I know. I'm starting with the great, the amazing, the kind of expected Avengers Infinity War. Which is surprisingly number two for me. I know. Uh, well, I don't know. But and it's amazing. I, amazing film. I, I chose that because when the, the, the when I went, what was my favorite film in 2018? It was the first that came to mind. And I saw it, you know, three times. I love that film. 
I I sat, it went beyond expectations. It went beyond expectations from start to finish. It's edge of your seat. Every performance is brilliant. I laughed. I cried. I just as a as a viewing experience, I know it's a you know Avengers popcorn film Comic and that's movie. That's not what general movie podcasts would necessarily put at the top of their list. But it, but it did me, transcend your normal Marvel movie. It really did in so many ways. For me, it was my personal favorite viewing experience. Yeah, look, Avengers Infinity War is a great pick. It's an incredible movie. It's also the culmination of like a decade of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Avengers Endgame is the, oh, one of the most anticipated movies of 2019. Um, Infinity War made, you know, over $2 billion. Um, also, what was so great about that film was so many people stood out. You know, so Iron Man was much. incredible. Spider-Man was incredible. Thor was incredible. Doctor Strange was incredible. You know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. For some somehow they pulled it off that each one of these characters that you love had their moment to shine. Absolutely. I didn't feel like anyone was really sign-lined. If anyone, maybe Captain America, oddly enough. Yeah, sort of. But that's because I think he's going to really play big in, you know, uh, Endgame. And you're missing that the greatest of all... The villain. Right. <laughs> who was Thanos. One of the best villains. I just rewatched this over Christmas. I screened so it for my <laughs> family who hadn't seen it. And yeah. we sat time there. Watching it. We sat there in silence. Yeah. And and getting my family to be silent is is not easy. And I just the second I think it was my third time, I just couldn't believe how much I still loved every moment of it, laughed at everything. And I, I just adore that film. Yeah, Josh Brolin, what a banner year oh, he had as Cable in Deadpool 2. And then, you know, he's played so many comic characters as well. He, Jonah Hex, all kinds of characters. Right. Uh, but Thanos, I mean, that what a full embodiment of that villain. Unbelievable. It paid off so well because we've been teased Thanos for years. Yeah. Um, it was incredible. And then, holy shit, that ending. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that ending. I mean, I remember the first time Danny and I watched it, we were just reduced to a rubble, <laughs> especially Spider-Man. Funnily you know? enough, I cried more I when... I feel funny, Mr. Stark. <laughs> I know. I don't want to go. Oh, my when God, yeah. Thanos has to kill his daughter. Yeah, Gamora. Big spoiler. Huge it's, spoilers. Come on. If you haven't seen it, I don't know where you've been. I, that this time I just started bawling. Yeah, it, it actually got me more because you see, you suddenly have compassion for him. Yeah, for the villain, and he, he really believes what he's doing is the greater good. Yeah, he, he really does. believes it, and he wins. I know they've never done that before. Poor. Anyway, it, it's almost a perfect film. There were certain things yeah. that Couple you of know, things. you know didn't work uh peter dinklage where's the handle <laughs> you know you know and things like that were a bit cheesy i agree with you uh, but overall that film was phenomenal and you're right as cinematic entertainment yeah. uh, you couldn't really do better than that that's so that's my a, top. That, that's a great pick avengers infinity war I'm wondering if your second is my your first is my second it probably is because i took you to see this film because it's a little british movie that got a <laughs> limited release um and i wish it got more attention. Um, the film got such a limited release. It got great reviews, um, but it hasn't really 
made a dent at the box office at all, which is such a pity. I am certain this film will be destined to be a cult classic. My favorite movie of 2018 is Anna and the Apocalypse. Yes. Which is this high school musical zombie rom-com that works in every genre. It totally does. Um, I've seen it three times now. I In the theater, I absolutely loved it. Uh, a complete cast of unknowns. Uh, Ella Hunt is the main character anna um she's going to be a breakout star i have no doubt the songs are so infectious i was listening to that album the music soundtrack for like a month like on a loop it drove my wife crazy (laughs) and i'm a bit fed up because i haven't gotten anyone else because i got a bunch of other people to see it including my wife and none of them had like the enthusiasm that I, loved I got it. and you had and I'm wondering if that's because it's such a British film I it's don't possible. know I, it would be interesting to see for example what Serena would think of it yeah you know? I'd love to go see it with she her would, she would probably love to see it our, our British friend Serena who's been on the podcast um it was funny because I had seen like one clip ad of this movie on Facebook and I'm like, oh, that looks kind of fun and then thought nothing more of it. And I get this text from Tony saying, hey, want to come see this weird zombie rom-com thing with me? I'm like, zombie rom-com? Those sound fantastic together. Yeah. And we go and, and we're sitting there and we, we had no idea what to expect. We had no idea and we did not stop laughing yeah. and we did not stop enjoying that film it was great that's why i wanted to watch it because i've been so disappointed even with good films this year in the theater because it was just same old same old old, it just sounded like something different and it really was and it pulled it off and what i loved about it is you know it it, the first part is like a john hughes movie totally high school kind of music then it gets kind of musical then it gets into this like zombie kind of comedy and it's pretty funny and then the third act is devastating so and devastating what they pulled off so well is you are immediately invested in those characters yeah, so they much. set them up and you you really root for them so when there are losses it, it really is emotional the yeah. last act um anyway i can't say enough about honor and the apocalypse i've been an ambassador for it on all social media um i wish it had gotten a bigger audience but i am hoping it's gonna blow up uh, on demand on digital dvd blu-ray uh, treat yourself check it out if you love musicals check it out if you love zombie movies check it out you know rom-coms anna and the apocalypse absolutely my favorite movie of the year especially because it was something just so refreshing and then avengers infinity war of course was second because as a cinematic experience it blew me away all right absolutely Okay. All right. My number two is Ready Player One. Oh, number two. Oh, so Anna and the Apocalypse wasn't number two. No, it was number three. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Ready Um, Player One is my number three. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, go on. I know you'll have a lot to say about this film because you adored this film. I adored this film. My husband adored this film. It's Spielberg once again putting his magic to the screen um it was so special yeah this film it was so unique and so different and um again all the way through just all all the creativity and i mean i'm not a big comic book you know nerd per se yeah you had a lot more anticipation you had read the book right 
I didn't have any of that. And I walked in and went, that was just freaking fantastic. The film is so fun. Yeah. Ready Player One for me is like a, a movie of pure joy. Number one, I, I agree. It's really a return to form of Spielberg. It is. I don't think anyone else could have done this film or pulled it off better. No. A lot of people had problems with how different it is from the book. So, yeah, I've read the book twice. I've listened to the audio book. It's a pop culture wet dream basically this book yeah you know because it, it's all about cultural references totally. you know so and, many and easter eggs easter eggs and nuggets of all you know your mashups from the 80s and 90s and characters and music and movies that you love and obviously it was a nightmare to get the copyright laws to put those in in this film and adapt it into a movie so so many people thought it would be impossible to do and then lo and behold, Steven Spielberg comes across, uh, cool. uh, along. Who better than him? Exactly. So yes, they change a lot of things. But then because it's Spielberg with all this clout, he was able to get so many other things in there, like the Iron Giant, like that whole shining sequence. Oh, that was my favorite. You know? Um, it's a spectacle. It's visually stunning. But the film, I've seen it 10 times. I what? saw it three times in the theater. I've seen it like six or seven times on home video. I have it oh. in 4K. Um, but it's just so joyful. And this is a film where none of the characters or actors particularly stand out as like, whoa, amazing. They're all fine. They're serviceable. But this is a director's movie. Right. You know, um, it's just fun Spielberg, visually stunning, you know, and, and yeah, it's so enjoyable. So I, good. I love that movie. And yeah, the reason, one of the reasons why I've watched it so many times is to see how many Easter eggs I can spot. Uh -huh. Because there's literally like 250 so Easter eggs. So I've heard, and I've it's probably seen about 20. Ridiculous. <laughs> Well, because it's a virtual reality world where right. you can basically be and create anyone. You know, you can you can go like mountain climbing on Everest with Batman and things like that. So, yeah, yeah Ready Player One, absolutely one of my favorite movies of the year. Mine too. That was oh, yeah, mine. that was yours. <laughs> okay, my next one is Mission Impossible Fallout. Well, okay, a bit lower on my list, but of course. Well, here's why. Um, I can't believe they pulled it off. Because Mission Impossible, the first one, I was never a huge fan of. I've actually gone back and now I enjoy that movie a lot more. Mission Impossible 2 is kind of like a, a time capsule. Yeah. In its time, I loved it. That film is pretty cheesy now. Still Mi love it. Yeah, Mission Impossible 3 is actually quite underrated. And I, I enjoy that, that one. And then Ghost Protocol was like, whoa. whoa. That's where it introduced the kind of um, crazy stunt set piece yeah with him you know climbing Scaling. up and down the Taj Belifa or whatever you call it <laughs> the, the tallest building in the world yeah and then they did Rogue Nation which topped that and I don't know if Fallout tops those movies I think it's right on par with them but what Fallout does that really excels over all the others is the last two ones which were huge box office hits had a set piece Fallout has like five yeah stunt set pieces like spectacles like holy shit so much that so many people don't believe that he he did these stunts you know yeah. where he does the halo jump you know yeah. um he's flying the helicopter heli yeah. helicopter you know anyway um and it's a, henry it's a... henry cavill was such a great oh, addition he was so simon Pegg, you know um uh what's it angela bassett's great mm -hmm. in it the cast is fantastic I don't know. It was. Just, it's one of the best action movies ever made, and the fact that it's their sixth 
film in the Mission Impossible franchise is what's so impressive to me. It's an unkillable franchise. It's yeah. literally what I've heard on other podcasts. I mean, where too. are they going to go from here? But on the other hand, I'm like, I want more. Right. Always. Yeah. Every time I see one. Uh, and they still haven't fully explored the, the romance between... Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't even mention their Ilsa. chemistry Ilsa is Faust. amazing. Rebecca Ferguson is just fantastic. And she was introduced in the last film yeah. and she came back here. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it's a, it was just an action spectacle. It's funny. It's action-packed. It's It's got some unexpected sequences. The scenery. Yeah, the, the cinematography last 30 is minutes gorgeous. unreal. Yeah. I saw it twice in the theater, twice in IMAX. Yeah. And I loved that film. It is just so you know my favorite. Yeah, and I mean of the it, six films, it's the highest grossing Mission Impossible movie now. So it's like you know, and they were talking in Ghost Protocol about trying to replace out Tom Cruise. What you know, and it's like I don't know. My hats off to that dude. Yeah, He's nearly seriously. pushing sixty, yeah, which is ridiculous. But um, who knows where they're gonna go? It's also Christopher McQuarrie who directed it, who's the only director to have done two of the Mission Impossible films because he did Rogue Nation. Um, anyway, that was. Yeah, one of the it's one of the best action movies ever made. So that was probably my favorite action film from 2018. Brilliant pick. That was actually my next one after this All right, one. We're totally in sync. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one may not be as high on yours uh, based on the genre, but to me, it was freaking fantastic. A Quiet Place. Right. So it's on my list, um, but it's at the bottom of the list because I'm not into horror. Correct. I saw this on the strong word of mouth because you told me how amazing it was. Yeah. So I saw it in the theater, mm -hmm. uh, like Amy and I ran to watch it. Yeah. Oh, we screamed, we jumped, we had a, but it was kind of fun doing that among a bunch of people. Cause we all laughed at each other. Right. Um, but imagine a theater in a movie where there's what, six lines in the whole film. It's all quiet. Yeah. It's and mostly silent. So it was silence the whole time in the language. theater. Yeah. yeah. And to me, I mean, it's John Krasinski directing and you know, he's Acting. the star with his wife, Emily Blunt, who is my favorite actress. She's fantastic. Current favorite actress. She um, had a great year, too. She had an amazing Actually, year. Actually, so is he. Yeah, ex well, exactly. Um, a, you know, the film, to me, wasn't just a horror, horror film. It was such a spectacular family drama. It is. And such a... The kids in that film were, were so great. awesome. Um, his daughter, who is actually deaf in real life, I heard a lot of behind the scenes stuff about, you know, them learning sign language to communicate with her and what love went into that film. Um, it, it keeps you obviously on your toes, pretty much holding your breath the entire film. Right. And that the performances are amazing. I loved the film. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, it. it was critically acclaimed, a huge box office hit. And I'm sure you've heard the, the story, um, Emily Blunt read the script, loved it so much, she told <laughs> yes. him to fire the leading actress. They had already gotten like an A-list celebrity yeah. they were... who I think they knew quite well. Yeah. But basically she was like, I'm playing this role. Yeah. And that was his apparently, well, I re I heard the podcast. He It was his secret plan for that to happen oh, when she read it. He wanted his wife to yeah. do it, but she was already doing Mary Poppins. So he didn't want to like put pressure on her right. to do it. And then yeah, she and was who like, who knew, man? I mean, the man I can know. direct. He really you know? can. So again, you're right. Horror isn't my genre. And there, there were scenes where I, I couldn't breathe. Yeah. It was so intense. But I love that. Right, and see? I didn't particularly enjoy that. But it was a <laughs> really well-made movie. And I know it's going to be on many people's best of lists yeah. for 2019. I love a film that can just evoke that emotion in me. That's right. just me. 
Okay, my next one, I don't know if you saw. Um, this came out early in the year. Uh, it's phenomenal. It's Alex Garland directed it. He's a British uh, author and director. He wrote The Beach. He wrote 28 Days Later, Sunshine, Judge Dredd. Uh, it's Annihilation with Natalie Portman. Oh, of course Portman. I saw it. Yeah, okay. we discussed this. Yeah, I love so this film. I loved it was Annihilation. Good. I, I was actually a bit blindsided with how good I, it was. It's a bit of a jarring film. Th that is know? the reason it didn't go on my list because I was a little too creeped out yeah, it's by like a this film horror sci-fi it's mind-bending with natalie portman it's a psychological yeah, sci-fi oscar isaac but the visuals oh were unbelievable absolutely stunning yeah. portman still excels she, yeah. she's one of my favorite actresses she's gorgeous and she she can do practically anything she can inhabit any role um again not enough people saw annihilation it was weird it, it got like a netflix release yeah internationally. i i saw it on the plane yeah. like uh, when we went to england or something it was yeah, i've i've seen it twice i highly recommend it, it it's yeah, a it's fascinating gorgeous slice of um sci-fi but it, yeah it's very trippy and mind-bending yeah. loved it very good choice. Uh, my next one was Mission Impossible. So I'm jumping straight to Bohemian Rhapsody. That's my list next is on my <laughs> list. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, we've worked together too long, Tony. No, that's well, good. We're in sync. Um, I loved it. I Great mean, film. Do you know how I, much it's made, right? No. It's made almost $700 million. <laughs> that's worldwide. amazing because that's not one of those films where you think it costs that much the to make. The highest grossing musical biopic of all time. That's amazing. Like, quadruple over any other actually makes me amazingly happy i it mean shows how many people love queen as well that band you know absolutely and freddie mercury of course i mean rami malek was just so good in that character despite anything else about the film he's the reason to watch it absolutely he's he's great he, he's gotta get an oscar nomination and frankly he deserves to win absolutely um I was worried. I'm a big Queen fan. Yeah. My parents were huge Queen fans as I grew up. So it's it's very nostalgic for me. Those songs were always playing in my household, in my car. Yeah. Um, so I, I walked in like, oh, they better get this right. And to me, they got it right. Yeah. They, they did make it. They angled it quite PG-13 in right. terms of they didn't show... You know, the it harshness of the, the drugs or the debauchery. Or the yeah. homosexuality. Exactly. Yeah. But to me, that was fine. Because guess yeah. what? I wanted them to concentrate on the art, which is what right. they did. And the music. And the music. Um, and the band and the characters. And that, obviously, that last 15-minute scene, that, that shot for shot. Yeah, uh, reenactment of Live yeah. Aid was just phenomenal. It's 22 minutes. Which, just as a, a tidbit, that was the first scene he filmed. Yeah, that's the first scene they filmed at all yeah. for the whole film. So that's just amazing the to me. The Live Aid concert. It was yeah. amazing. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it the whole way through. You know, it was just a beautiful piece of filmmaking to me. Yeah, I agree. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I went in with pretty high expectations. I wasn't disappointed. Um, I definitely will watch it again. Definitely. And uh, Rami Malek w was phenomenal. The truth is, everyone else they in the band great. was good. The girl was good. Yeah. She's from Sing Street. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I told you, I watched the Live Aid concert, the whole thing, straight afterwards. And it was amazing how much it was like down to the very fine details of like a Coca-Cola bottle and, you know, coffee and ashtray on the piano. And it was amazing. Anyway, a, a Bohemian Rhapsody was next on my list. So so your turn. Yeah, highly recommended. Okay, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, I rarely do this. Uh, the next one on my list is a documentary. Won't You Be My Neighbor? 
about Mr. Rogers. Oh. I'm British. I didn't grow up watching Mr. Rogers, this TV show. Daniela, my wife, is American and couldn't stop talking about Mr. Rogers. It, he, he's this guy who's been him. around. You've never heard of Mr. Rogers? No, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I well, didn't. Gr- I mean, well, I grew up without television. I, right, exactly. So, well, he's from the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. His program went on for 40 years. He did a children's show, but he was just like the oh, nicest yeah. guy in the world. But I didn't really know anything about him. She kept going on about Mr. Rogers. Okay. I watched this doc- documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor? And I mean, I hope it's true. He he just seemed like the most decent human being on planet Earth. All he did was awesome. spread joy and positivity. Um, and he went through like hell and high water to do that as well. Um, you've got to check that documentary out. I definitely out. will. It's so heartwarming. Your husband, who's American, David, he must know who Mr. Rogers is. I'm sure is. he would. Um, I was blown away. I was a sobbing mess oh, wow. at the end of this documentary now daniela again i mean she was crumbling but she grew up with him i didn't so i was surprised how much of an impact it had on me i think i also experienced it through her um but the documentary was phenomenal and now tom hanks is playing mr rogers in an actual movie about him coming out which is going to be on my list of anticipated films for 2019 there's no one better to play That's him than amazing Tom yeah that anyway, makes total sense yeah won't you be my neighbor won't it's a you documentary be my neighbor. absolutely phenomenal awesome all right my next uh film is another marvel movie black panther yeah, that's on my list. It's um, actually, it's the next one after this one. We're doing good here. So yeah. this this was funny for me because I remember telling you, I don't know if you remember when we were sitting in the movie theater and we saw a preview. I was like, oh, that looks like garbage. I'm not going to see that film. To me, the ad- advertisements and the previews marketed it very differently than what the film was. Right. Um, you know, they, they played this like hardcore rap music and it was very like boom, boom, boom. And then I walk in and the movie's like spiritual. Yeah. It, it shows this beautiful side of these people, these incredible costumes, these great performances. It has um, one of my favorite actresses, Denai Guerrera. She plays her. the, you know, Walking the, Dead, Michonne. Yeah. Oh my God. Michonne. Yeah. She's amazing. Um, Lupita Nyong'o, yeah. Michael B. Jordan, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. They're all great. Andy I mean, Circus. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Freeman is right? <laughs> Bilbo freaking Baggins. I know. Yeah. That film really caught me by surprise, is my point. I laughed. I, you know, had so much fun with it. I just rewatched that also. I I really, really enjoyed it. It was beautiful to I me. I agree. So here's the thing about Black Panther. Um, it was a huge box office smash. Critically acclaimed, did very well. I watched it and I enjoyed it a lot in the theater. Obviously, this movie is very culturally significant. Sure. Because it's the first like headlining movie with a, you know, African-American superhero. um, And director. And and director and producer and writer. And almost all of the crew were African-American. So it, it had a lot of cultural significance. But here's the thing. The movie was also really good. Exactly. And in repeat viewings... I've enjoyed the film even more because yeah. I've seen it three times now. And you're right. It's gorgeous to look at. Some of the CGI is a bit too much. Mm. Um, Michael B. Jordan is phenomenal. The in fight that. scenes are yeah. brilliant to Andy me. Andy Serkis is amazing in it. Uh, Denia Guerrero, I love She's her. She's awesome. I yeah. absolutely love her character. So you're right. It's um, it's also just a great film. And 
actually I love how it shows the different cultural yeah, traditions totally. that the African heritage I think it does that really really well and then yeah. you know from Oakland to like far off exactly. Africa and um, it really is you know it's getting a lot of buzzers like you know there's a big push for like best picture at the Oscars I don't know if it, it deserves to win but... but I do think it actually deserves acknowledgement for nominations Absolutely. because it really was a brilliantly made film and the director as well Ryan Coogler I love him he did Creed he did mm -hmm. Fruitville Station you know so him and Michael B. Jordan they've got like a winning formula so um, Black Panther came out at the beginning of the year huge box office I smash. loved it um, and it really is a great film. If you haven't watched it, definitely check it out. Which was nice because unfortunately this year it happened way too often that I walked in and was disappointed with a right. film. That one I walked in with, you know, mediocre expectations. I'd heard good things and I loved it. That's what's odd about this year. I didn't even leave disappointed. I did. I just <laughs> wasn't thrilled about going to the theater yeah. for most of the year. It was like... Yeah, See, fun. I still had high expectations for certain things and they just didn't. Yeah. There do were it only for me. a few movies in the theater where I was like, holy shit, that was amazing. Like exactly. Ready Player One, Avengers Infinity War, and In the Apocalypse. They were like real standouts for me. Exactly. Um, All right. But yeah, great pick. Okay, so my one is Black Klansman. Did you see that oh, yet? No, I really want okay. to see that. Um, it's a Spike Lee joint. Yeah. Um, Spike Lee is hit or miss to me. Okay. His earlier works, I love. Malcolm X, Do the Right Thing, mm -hmm. fantastic films. Um, this film's, it's a true story. It's yeah. a comedy. Um, but the ending has a real wallop of a punch with like real footage. I won't ruin it, but it, it's... It's Is it going to break my heart? It's just very impactful. It's okay. very impactful. That's all I'll say. Uh, the main guy is Denzel Washington's son. I know. Which I yeah, didn't know. I've heard that. Um, Adam Driver is fantastic in it. But what's nuts is, so it's about this African-American cop who infiltrates the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. And Adam Driver is basically his the proxy. He's guy, his proxy. Yeah. So, you know, um, he is talking to the Klu, Klu Klux Klan on the phone, but Adam Driver is the white dude who actually goes, goes in there. Him, yeah. And then uh, it's got, uh, what's his name from uh, that 70s show who plays David Duke. Okay. Uh, the real straight yeah, yeah. face guy. I've gone blank on his name, but um, he's really good in that. Um, it, th what's odd about this film is it's very funny. And then it's got jarring moments. And then, as I said, that the ending is... Uh, will stay with you for a while. Okay. Um, but I highly recommend it. It's also easily Spike Lee's best film in 20 years, I'd Excellent. say. Yeah, no, I've heard a lot of good things about it on many podcasts and from people, so definitely we'll check yeah, that out. Very good movie. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, my list is not that long. My it's next okay. one is Deadpool 2. Let's see, did it make my list? Yes, it did. It's right at the end. So I, I, I walked into that film with really high expectations. They were not met. But I very much enjoyed it. Here's the it truth. It was good. I loved it. It just wasn't necessary. I mean, I loved it. That's the funny thing. Well, see, I don't mind that. I don't yeah. I don't mind necessary or not, but it didn't flow the same way to me, you know, the way the other film did. Plus I had issues with the death at the beginning. Um, oh, okay. I had issues with that. I felt that was unnecessary. Oh, right. I don't felt I, I didn't feel like it needed to be part of the film. Um because that was part of what I loved so much in the first one is I it's a great loved love story. Yeah. their their relationship and their weird chemistry was so cool. So that 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 kind of kicked it off meh, for me. But 
having said that, I then really enjoyed the film. Yeah, that's what's funny. I, I wasn't like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever because it was just a rehash of the first film, which yeah. to me is incredible. It's which totally is so is. different and I absolutely loved it. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I've it was seen fun. it like three times. It was really fun. But yeah, I wasn't like, oh my God, rage, raving about yeah, it. Like because, we were on Deadpool, the first one. Right, because it was more of that. Yeah. You know, and maybe it's because it didn't do it better, but it did it almost as good. It was good. You know, I mean, some of the jokes on the end credits were just That incredible. was the best <laughs> Yeah. So Deadpool 2, I mean, it's a- It's so fun. It's a fun movie. Josh Brolin is great as Cable. Um, I, I love Ryan Reynolds. Uh, oh, I, I love the so kid, much. the New Zealand kid He's from Hunt from the Wilder People. He was great in it. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. It but was. you're right. It, it's not particularly memorable. Exactly. That's, that's what was kind of odd about it. Um, okay, actually, I do have quite a lot more. I was lying. No problem. Okay, so my next one, and I know you saw this and didn't love it as much. I didn't love it, but I was, I was thoroughly entertained and charmed was Mary Poppins Returns. Um, oddly enough, what I didn't... I, yeah, I didn't say I didn't love it. I just didn't... Oh, I thought you did say you didn't love it. Okay, that, that came out totally wrong. I did say I didn't love <laughs> you it. You said but she I, was charming, but, I did but really you didn't like love it. it. Yeah, you said none of the songs were memorable, I really right? liked it. You yeah. said the same thing. Yeah, I agree with you. Only Trip the Light Fantastic was the... Uh, what was funny was I was complaining about none of the songs <laughs> being memorable while I was humming that song That's in the funny. car to my wife. Um, but no, actually, I was disappointed that they didn't sing some of the original classic songs. That's interesting because that's a lot of what people yeah. are saying. But actually, Linwell Miranda from Hamilton fame, I mean, it's an original production. So he wrote all those songs. Mm. Um, it, look, the best thing about the movie is Emily Blunt. She's pitch perfect as Mary Poppins. She yeah. is practically perfect in every way um like the cameo with meryl streep i didn't love so I much i didn't love it either uh, dick van dyke was cute that coming was back cute. uh Lin miranda was okay it was a bit distracting trying to do a cockney accent yeah. by dick van dyke yeah. from the original mary exactly. poppins that's how i felt too the kids were okay um i liked the youngest kid yeah and i liked ben wishaw and emily mortimer as the grown-up uh, children too. Um, so and I were, liked the, you know, the bathroom, the, the bathtub the visuals, scene, some of all the that. Animation. That was all really sweet. Yeah. And they tried to keep all of that very similar to the original. I appreciated that. Right. Um, it was her right. as Mary Poppins that I loved. Right. The story and the film as a whole just didn't do what the first one did right. to me. Well, of course. Uh, the first one is a total classic. Um, I, I had high expectations yeah, on that one. But I so. was... I was thoroughly entertained and also the theater. Maybe that's why I enjoyed it more. There were so many children and families and they were just lapping it up. You know, yeah, the, the audience course. absolutely loved it. And maybe that kind of elevated the experience for me. Um, but it was a really fun movie. It was nice. And yeah, she's great. And I mean, I don't know if they're going to do like eight Mary Poppins movies and make it a franchise. That's oh, going to be kind of weird. Probably but will. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know if Emily Blunt will be yeah. up for that. She's got a lot of uh, work to give us. Exactly. She, she does, does so many different types of films from, you know, rom-coms to horror. So, yeah. But I recommend it because it's a great family movie. Absolutely. Probably one of the best family movies from 2018. Mary Poppins Returns. All right. My next one is one I literally saw yesterday. Which one? The Favourite. Oh, right. Okay, good. So, um, Yorgos Lanthimos, what's funny Greek about, director. <laughs> what's funny about that is, first, 
I wasn't interested at all because I saw the preview and I was like, this just looks weird. And then I looked and I'm like, oh, wow, it's got like 94% on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. Emma Stone, Rachel Emma Weiss, Stone, Rachel Weisz, Olivia Colman, Olivia Colman Nicholas Holt. Unbelievable cast. And I, I love period pieces. So yeah. I am, um, and I have AMC A-list so I can just see films, you know. Yeah, fancy. <laughs> well, it just, it, it works for me. So I, I, I dragged a friend with me, actually. I bought her a ticket and I said, come see this film with me. We you know one minute into this film looked at each other and said this script is one of the best things we've ever heard it was so witty and clever and british and weird and then emotional and messed up and all the way through i mean it's a long film it has to carry a drama all the way through it does not get boring it's about queen anne right it's about queen anne in the 17th century she was known as being quite nuts she Um, was very ill well she had Gout. Yeah. 17 pregnancies and all, all those kids died. Jesus. One okay. made it to 11 years old. It's a tragic story yeah. behind why she went quite bonkers, honestly. And the, the way Olivia Coleman plays her, she's this schizophrenic, crazy, like, but yet lovable in some moment ways person. And um, how Rachel Weiss then is this, you know, her friend, yet yeah, she's... Anyway, I can't give too much away. It was amazing. Yeah. Amazing film. I mean, I, I definitely want to watch it. It's not the kind of movie I run out to see in the cinema. Uh, Which I I'll, understand. With, but I'll definitely watch it. The director's been on my radar. He did Dog Tooth. That was his debut, yeah. which is such a fucked up movie that I don't recommend. But then he did The Lobster, which is such a fucked up movie, which I highly recommend. It He has this deadpan dark humor yeah it, it um, comes through believe yeah, and then me he did the killing of sacred deer which is was okay but the lobster was phenomenal so i'm really interested uh, and i'll definitely check it out so i'm, I'm glad you're giving it a mention i, I mean it's it. getting all the accolades you know so i think it's going to clean up at the oscars definitely for nominations it was brilliant okay the next one on my list i was like you know what did i love this movie because again it came out at the beginning of the year and then i saw it again i was like you know what this film is so charming uh love simon uh, oh, did I you ever see this? No, okay, I did not see it. it's such a charming film. Look, it won't be for everyone because it's a gay love story. Sure, it's about a teenage uh, boy who you know is in the closet, and it's all about him coming out of the closet. But look, I- I'm a heterosexual male. Yeah. Um. But the, the 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 lead guy, Nick Robinson, he's very charming. He hasn't done a lot. He was in Everything, Everything. He was the kid mm. in Jurassic World. Okay. Um. But he's a great actor. The cast was charming. The soundtrack is great. It's just this charming coming of age film. That is a really kind of feel good movie that you you. You can kind of look past, yeah. you know, the fact that it's uh, about homosexuality because it's not. It's about family. It's, Jennifer Garner's in it as well as the mother. She's she's lovely. Josh Duchamel, who I'm not a big fan of, is actually great in this. Um, it's a lovely little film, and I've seen it twice now. Cool. And it's got a cracking soundtrack, so I recommend it. It's one of those great high school coming uh, of age type movies. Love Simon. Cool. 
Yeah, I, and, just, yeah. I just missed it. Yeah, and Nick way. Robinson, I, I think we're going to see some good things from this kid. Cool. You know, I think he's going to be a big actor. And it's funny, when Danny and I were buying our Prius, we had just watched the movie the day before. I can't believe I just said we bought our Prius. <laughs> we're so Hollywood. Um, <laughs> great mileage, man. But anyway, oh um, he was at the dealership. Really? Yeah, the actor, How Nick Robinson. Funny. It was so cool. That's hilarious. Yeah, literally the day after we had watched the movie the How first time. funny. Okay, good. That's Love, Simon. Okay, my next one, I don't think you saw in the theater, Widows. I haven't seen it. You <gasps> saw Widows. I saw Widows. Okay, and that's... It was so um, good. Oh, what's Viola Davis. Oh, yeah. Well, the cast is incredible, right? Liam Neeson and... Oh, you're talking about the director. The director oh, it was... Uh, Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. Yeah, so very famous British It's actor. Liam Neeson, Viola Davis. Um, the chick from Fast and the Furious. Yeah, <laughs> that, that girl. Uh, the blonde was amazing, too. I forget her name. She's from Guardians of the Galaxy, C- correct. too. Yeah. Um, so I was always interested in this film. Um, what this film did re- Oh, Daniel Kaluuya is amazing he's, I, in this film. Apparently he's incredible in it. He is so deliciously evil. Right. His eyes communicate everything. Like... He's the dude from Get oh, Out. Yeah. Was, the, his eyes were amazing in Get Out. I yeah. love him. Like, I, I think he's just going to be in more and more and more and more his films. His eyes were amazing in Get Out. <laughs> it's true, though. You <laughs> know were. what I mean, right? Expression. Yeah. No, yeah. no, that's the thing. He does the same here, but he's so nasty. Yeah. So evil. What's incredible about this film, it's not just a brilliant, you know, female-led movie. They do it really well because, in essence, it's sort of a heist movie. Right. Which you can do, it's been done, but they what they do so great is they they fuck up in this film. Right. Like they show the realistic fuck ups that could happen if you tried to do this. Mm. And it it makes it somehow so plausible and so realistic at times. And and then there's a, a fantastic twist. Right, because um, they're widows because their criminal husbands get killed all dead, and they yeah. decide to try and pull off a heist, these women. Yeah, basically ba- based on something one of the husbands left them. Right. Um, and they're all kind of screwed for money, so now they all need money. Yeah. Um, and then the, all of, many other things come into play. It's actually quite political. Yeah. Um, and it's brilliant. Yeah, it's funny. It kind of came and went, but it was critically acclaimed. It didn't catch my attention so much but uh i love viola davis i love the cast i'll definitely i think check you'll it out. have appreciation for this film you really will well i'm glad you gave it a mention yeah um a lot of people love it for sure okay good uh the next one made my list just in the last few days because i saw it last week uh it's a really good film again this came out at the beginning of the year it's called american animals have you heard of this movie i wanted to see this i don't know why i missed it here's what's re- well it came and went it was like an indie movie it yeah, wasn't but it was mentioned i didn't wanted make to a see dent it. in the box office but it got critically acclaimed here's what's really cool about this film the the um the cast is relatively unknown Luke Evans is in it, who is from American Horror Story, plays Quicksilver, um, and uh, Barry Keough, who's uh, the kid from Dunkirk. Um, But it's a true story of these college kids who plot to do this big heist in a library (laughs) and steal these valuable books worth $12 million, which just goes horribly wrong in every way imaginable. But here's what was so unique about this film. It's spliced with a real documentary with the real characters, the real people it's oh, based really? on. Oh, really? That's awesome. You know, so while they're, they're playing these, you know, the real actors, like the real guy playing them is like, eh, if he said it happened that way, let's just go with it. Oh, you know, I- <laughs> and it, it, 
the way That's it's awesome. done, the structure of the film is what elevated it. Because the truth is, it, it drags on a bit. It gets kind of slow. Okay. Um, but it was so fascinating and well done. The way they the actors portray what happens with like a documentary style interviewing the real people and the events that unfolded. So I, That's it's awesome. a little kind of um, a little gem from 2018 called American animals that people, people should definitely check out. Cool. So that's why it made my list. Um, my next one, you may roll your eyes. I know you enjoyed it. Danny and I enjoyed it the most crazy rich Asians. Oh, not on my list. I did like it. So it was cute. here's the thing. I haven't seen a really good you like know, rom com with um, Asian or Asian cast, but funny rom com that was really genuinely funny and not just corny. Right. Let me say this: Danny dragged me out to watch it, or I dragged her out to watch it because she really wanted yeah. to see it, and she watches so many of these. God bless her, like macho movies. So I was genuinely surprised how much I did enjoy it based on that. Exactly. And then I went based on that recommendation with Serena and we loved it. I mean, it it was so three times since then because she bloody bought it. It's just so heartwarming and genuinely funny. Yeah. And just well, well done as a rom-com. And I I think everyone should see it. It's one you can watch with your partner. It's not super corny. It's really just very sweet and a very, very sweet family story, yeah. too. Yeah, I agree. I really liked it. Well, that's actually what, why it was elevated for me, because it gets quite, quite emotional. Know, thematic and quite yeah. dramatic. And, you know, the culture. And again, it's, it's quite significant for Asians because it was an all Asian cast. It was yep. a big box office smash. I loved Aquafina in it. I thought oh, she, she was, was hilarious, the sidekick friend. Um, yeah, it didn't make my list because it's kind of a forgettable movie. The only reason why it's still oh, in I my memory it. is because my wife keeps re-watching it. <laughs> and I will too. <laughs> okay, I only have one more on my list. Okay. Uh, again, a lot of the films on my list, which I guess is why we're so disappointed with this year, came out at the beginning of the I year. Know. That's it's true. That's the pattern I'm seeing right now. Paddington 2. I still haven't seen it. Have you seen the first one? Yes. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Paddington, the first one was charming and cute. The second one is fan. I've got to see it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I mean, it's a family movie, but it's one of those family movies kind of like Shrek that works for the whole family. That's awesome. You know, adults will love it just as much as children. Um, a, I'm British, so I grew up with Paddington, so I, yeah. I know the the story and the, the the cute bear who lives in London with the family. Um, but it's so charming. He goes to jail and he makes <laughs> friends with Brendan Gleeson, who's this like grumpy <laughs> cook. Hugh Grant is delicious in this movie as the villain, and he's like a master of disguise. That's awesome. Um, it's such a quirky, charming, feel good movie. I've seen it three times this year. <laughs> I highly recommend Paddington Two. Watch both of them because they're both really charming. I mean, I've seen one, but right. two I've two I really want to hyped see. it up so much now that you'll be like, oh, it was cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I enjoy it very much. And it was very touching as well. Very touching. So that was the last one on my list, Paddington 2. Okay. I'm going to cover two films you didn't see. That's okay. Uh, Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, yes. I saw the pre-screener saw early in the year. Yeah. I didn't see the final, final released cut. version. Yeah. I had a couple of issues with the film. However... For the performances alone, I have to give it a mention Margot from Margot Robbie, Robbie and Suare- uh, Sasha, Sasha Ronan. Ronan. Yeah. I always want to say it Suarez. Suare- but <laughs> Suare- it, Ronan. No, it's spelt Suarez, yeah, yeah. but it's, but it's Sa- Sasha yeah. Ronan. Um, 
they are spectacular in this film. Yeah, like, you have raved about the the performances. You know, uh, Margot as Elizabeth and Sasha as obviously Mary Queen of Scots. Um, and all of the side characters are brilliant too. The cinematography is beautiful. I had some scripting issues with the film. It goes a little back and forth in ways that are unusual. Right. But overall, to tell the story, I think it did a beautiful job. Yeah. It's historically very good. Um, you love those period pieces. I really do. I'm so I had like to give it a mention. Period. It's not a perfect and... film. Okay. I, the favorite was better, but it's a good film. So you preferred the favorite. Yes. Over. Um, and then the other one is A Simple Favor, which I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah. That so kind of came and went, but people loved it. So it's Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively, and they do a brilliant job in this movie because mm. Anna Kendrick has this totally different character. She's this very sarcastic yet... Um, very introvert housewife. Hmm. She's she's odd. I mean, she's always kind of been an odd character, but this was very different for me. Is it a comedy, a thriller? No, it's I... a dark, dark thriller. Okay, and it has comedy in it. Okay, but it was it's more of just a thriller, thriller whodunit kind of movie. Okay. Uh, brilliant movie, great twist at the end. I really enjoyed it. It's also got the um, oh the male uh, lead Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, so he was great too. Bonus. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was nice. You get to see him pretty naked. Um, but it was good. It was a good movie. Okay. Yeah, definitely I'll want to give that a mention. I'll check that one out because I've heard a lot of people it got great reviews. Yeah, it's definitely worth watching. It is now on demand. Yeah, kind of came watch out it. of nowhere. And then uh, the other one you didn't see, which I do want to mention, is Halloween. Oh, Obviously, yeah, yeah, the re- yeah. The 2018 Halloween. Again, I'm not a horror guy. So I, I am a horror guy. <laughs> a horror girl. girl. <laughs> um, so this was obviously Blumhouse. Um, Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Yeah. John Carpenter was executive producer. So that was why I was excited because he was back in on it. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis was back in. So I went in with very high expectations. They were not met. Because I um, am not a fan of Judy Greer, who is her daughter in the film. She bothered me. Other Mm. than that, though, it's a classic Halloween slasher. Doesn't bring anything particularly new than the one we've seen. Of the best of 2018, but it's. It's what I walked in to, to, to get. Right. And I got it. So you got what you wanted yeah, out of it. Yeah, I really did. And I okay. enjoyed it. I had the good jumps. There were some really good laughs. I liked it a lot. It did well. It did well. Yeah, it was good. Okay, um, good. So, yeah. And then other, other than that, we had Incredibles 2, which I really liked. Yeah, see, Baby Jack-Jack was the highlight of that film. See, I loved Otherwise, the film. it was Otherwise, it was just not... See, I didn't dislike it, but it just wasn't necessary to me. Every scene with Baby Jack Jack was joy, and the rest was it was okay. Like okay. there was nothing wrong with the movie. I but really it was just liked kind it. of possible. No, it was I've cute. Seen I've seen it twice. twice. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. We saw it during Christmas, and everyone laughed, especially during Baby Jack Jack scenes. Yeah. Um, but it was just it was okay. Yeah. See, I liked it a bit more than you did. I think. I think I liked. But that's maybe because also The Incredibles, I only saw like a year I before. I love The Incredibles. I'd so, only seen right, it one year before. It's one of before. my favorite animated movies ever. So maybe that's why. It's possibly why. Also, um, Christopher Robin. A lot more I, than two here. <laughs> I really enjoyed Christopher Robin. Oh, I never saw it with you okay. and McGregor. It was so sweet. I just saw the really depressing one with Domhnall Gleeson. You really didn't like yeah. that. Ugh. So this is the opposite. This is a sweet, lovely adorable film right about, uh, winnie the pooh. about winnie the pooh From and the Disney, characters yeah. it was really lovely it, you, you should watch it on like a sunday afternoon I will. it's really it comes sweet. out on demand anyway those were just sort of 
you know side mentions i wanted to throw in there if you okay. haven't seen them great family film christopher robin okay good is that it that's it now okay good. well that's a good list so those are our our picks top picks uh, again are you know totally subjective lists um but they're the films we recommend from 2018 i wouldn't say it was a banner year no. but there's definitely uh, some good ones there to check out on um now let's talk about tv a bit you know, I am Tony the movie guy, but yes, guys, I watch television. Um, look, there's so much TV out there. It's so much. ridiculous. Yeah, um, I tried to make my list. I mean, honestly, my list wasn't that huge. Mine's not extensive. No. Uh, intentionally. I'm just going to highlight um, TV shows that I think really stood out that you definitely should check out, which were like the best of 2018. Same. But since I'm a British gentleman, ladies first. My first is going to be Handmaid's Tale season two. Not on my list, so perfect. It surpassed season one. It was freaking brilliant. Even better than the first season? Yes, yeah, surpassed. Okay. It was That's Elizabeth Moss who's just been winning unbelievable. everything. Yeah. This show, uh, I don't want to go you know, talk about each one for too long because we'll run out of time. But Handmaid's Tale is dark. It's gritty. It's brilliantly written. Every performance is spectacular. And it has you rooting for her so much. I mean, it's, Even a, though, it's a smash honestly, hit. People love it. Honestly, her character's completely off the rails. Like, mm. she's not a good person, honestly, in certain ways. Some right. things she does are really quite, you know, you can really frown upon, but it's brilliant. Anyway, Handmaid's Tale, hands down my favorite. Yeah, my wife loves it. I mean, she's won every award. Um, I saw the first episode. I liked it. Somehow I wasn't hooked. Um, okay, good. So speaking of John Krasinski on my list, Jack Ryan. That's my next one. So um, I love that show. I mean, Fantastic. he he's... What a transformation this guy's had from, you know, Jim from The Office to director, badass in Jack Ryan. Uh, but this show... Oh, so good. ...exceeded my expectations. Um, main, look, he's good in it. Um, but actually, it's the structure and the storytelling. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the way it cast and portrayed the villains. Absolutely. Yeah, was, we've talked about this. It was so different because... Obviously, these villains are terrorists. They are the baddies. These are, you know, you don't want them to succeed. But it shows where they come it from. It shows empathy yeah. for them. Yeah. It humanizes these characters and you rarely see it. No. You know, true. and it was done so well. Those actors who played the villain, the two brothers especially, Amazing. were phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, the wife as well. Um, anyway, it was a great show, great action, great suspense. Um, His chemistry with Abby Cornish was pretty good too. Like, mm. I liked, I mean, people don't like her, she but does I thought nothing it was good. for me, yeah. She, I liked I, it. Yeah, it was okay. Um, but uh, it was it was just a phenomenal show. I binged the entire thing yeah. like in record you and time. Everybody, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Everyone I spoke to was like, "Oh yeah, I'm already done." Yeah, like my husband does not binge. You yeah. know that he binged that with me three episodes a night until we were done. Yeah, so Jack Ryan is like the perfect show to binge from 2018. Okay, Highly so recommended. My next one's a little bit of a cheat because it was the tail end of 217, but we didn't cover it. That's a cheat, but go ahead. It's a total cheat, but I don't think we covered it. Uh, Black Mirror season four. It came out literally the 29th of December. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, I know you only had like two episodes you liked. I I really liked. Well, I four, loved USS Callister and I loved Hang the which DJ, which were also my favorite. Yeah. But I had more something about Black Mirror. 
even though some of them are very dark and depressing, I find them so clever. Yeah, and I like, really they like had that them. episode that's shot in Iceland where it's gorgeous, but it was such a depressing See, episode. See, I skipped that episode. You haven't watched that episode? No. God, I mean, it, my wife loves that episode, which kind of <laughs> scares me. I, but, uh, I just, I find <laughs> those, 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 yeah, what do you call them? Um, that it's like a film. Um, what's the word for that? Anyway, it's like each one is so different. Right. Oh, well, it's its own story. It's its own story. Anyway, yeah. I just wanted to give it a mention because I hadn't covered it. Yeah, and then they released um, just at the end of the year Bandadash, a yeah. interactive movie called Bandersnatch, which is slow but so fascinating, fascinating. and only something that Black Mirror could pull off where yeah. you literally control the main actor and make decisions. And it was so trippy when he's so like, trippy. what's Netflix? Who's controlling me? That was so That was so weird. trippy. Yeah, and you said you got like four endings. I only got three. Well, there's five. And oh. we, we got four of them. Okay, we'll have yeah. to discuss that well, later. Because you, you can watch it over and over again. Yeah. The truth is I'd do that if it wasn't kind of slow. It and is, And it is yeah. pretty slow, They need to do it again with a bit more of an exciting story. Right, exactly. It was good. It was a, a, a fascinating experiment. Mm-hmm. It certainly wasn't a failure. Agreed. Um, but that's okay. Go okay, good. So my next one um, is Maniac. From Netflix. Yeah. You weren't a big fan. I watched like two episodes. Oh, and... well, so you didn't even finish it. So no. Jonah Hill and Emma Stone, I thought they were fantastic. I really did. And I love shows um, that just blend all the different genres. Mm-hmm. It's futuristic. It's drama. It's comedy. It's science fiction. Um, because they're doing drug tests. So they're tripping. And, um, you know, she's an elf. Then they're in World War Two, and he's a spy, and it's espionage. Then they're like, maybe you I know, should finish it. Midwestern, like you know, Hickville guys, and uh, it, it really the acting from both of them is great. And even though it wasn't amazing, and the the last episode was kind of lackluster, it was solid entertainment, and I binged it in one day. So I, I I absolutely recommend Maniac, and also it's a joy to be able to get that kind of thing on Netflix. Oh, with totally. Like, hugely talented a-list stars like that um i i definitely do recommend maniac it's one of those things that where it was just solid it mm-hmm. wasn't like oh my god this is the best thing ever but it really was enjoyable and solid entertainment you're gonna laugh uh, that this is so high on my list but i loved sabrina oh <laughs> my I... wife liked it too it was this dark spin, and, and you Netflix know what? Netflix is killing it. I am, I'm obsessed with supernatural Sabrina the Teenage shows. Witch, right? Yeah, so it was Sabrina. It was called like the Dark Tales of Sabrina or okay. something, and it was just so good. Um, the girl Kiernan Shipka is her name, the main Kiernan, girl. Kiernan, yeah, Kiernan. she's from Mad Men. She's amazing, and it's Miranda Otto, Irwin from Lord of the yeah, Rings. I know. So that. the whole way through, I'm like, who is this lady? I'm like, I know her. And then I Googled it and she's amazing. I caught a lot of it because Danny binged it. And then they had a Christmas special as well. So I watched that. I watched that as well. Um, Anyway, I I adored that show. I absolutely adored it. I I watched the Christmas special and like the day it came out, I will be lining up to watch the entire second season. Such a great, fun, supernatural, dark show. It was definitely better than Riverdale. (laughs) Shush. That's on my list. Oh, God. Okay, next on my list is Barry. Did you see that no, I didn't. on HBO? I, I've heard things. Bill but, Hader, yeah. brilliant. Um, it's a really dark comedy. What I love about the show is it it it's unexpected. Okay. Um, 
the premise is pretty simple. He's a hitman. He goes to America and then he gets like the actor's itch and he wants to be an actor. Why this fun. But why the show works so well and then it's the Fonzie, Henry Winkler, mm-hmm. as his acting coach who won loads of awards. He's charming in that. What I love about the show is it doesn't shy away from going dark on his hitman side. And it's jarring. Okay. Like when he like assassinates people on that whole part of his life, it's not funny. They could do it in like a slapstick way. Right. It's like, Jesus, it takes you aback. Wow. You know, um, it's really smartly done. So I think it will surprise you. I highly recommend it. it. Bill Hader is fantastic in it as the lead as well. Um, That's Barry on HBO. Okay. Uh, my next one is 911. I love it. I love, I love that show. I, I can't believe how much I love the show. I, know. I am not into these I know. prime time procedural. It's a total type prime shows. time show, but it's the it's, cast and the way it's shot. Connie, my, it's I mean, my the first wife and I's go to show. Yeah. So the first season I enjoyed more with Connie Britton because I love Connie Britton. Um, oh, as this was Jennifer Love. Yeah, Hewitt. I don't love She's Jennifer okay. Love Hewitt in the second season. Angela Bassett is, is amazing. incredible Peter in the show. Yeah. Um, there's so much, you know, uh, compassion and so yeah. much, uh, I don't know. There's something about the show that just grabs at your heartstrings. I it's mean, brilliant. Because the these, these are the are people that are saving people's lives. And it's obviously, I recognize almost everywhere they are in there's LA. It's all uh, shot all yeah. over LA, which it's is a, funny. It's Our a home. really good show. It really is. Uh, and it surprised me so much because I do not watch those no, kind don't. of shows. And I do. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I don't normally. And really we binged good. all two seasons. My wife and I love it. And uh, the way it's shot as well is really nice. And all the characters are great. And yeah, yeah it's about firefighters, cops, medics, 911 operators. Um <laughs> It surprised me. It's it's great. It's a brilliant I, show. I loved it. I'll, we'll keep watching it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a great pick, and it was definitely on my list too. Okay, good. My next one, Rick and Morty. So this oh, took God. me a while to get into. Rick David and Morty has been going for three seasons. When it came out, everyone was raving about it. It's created by Dan, Dan Harmon, who did Community, which I love. I remember watching the pilot, and I was like, this just looks stupid. It looked like kind of a ripoff of Doc and Marty from yeah. Back to the Future, which yeah. is what the characters are based on. Um, David, our friend who's staying with us, just kept talking about it, kept talking about it. So he was very smart. He handpicked some of the best episodes <laughs> and got me hooked. And Danny and I binged all three seasons <laughs> in like a couple of days. A pickle Rick! Anyway, oh it's such an off-the-rails show. <laughs> when it gets John- really ridiculous. It's funny, but it also is surprisingly quite emotional and heartfelt at yeah. times. What were you going to say? No, it's funny because John went as Pickle Rick for Halloween. Oh, really? And I hadn't seen anything, <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is he doing? Pickle Rick! <laughs> oh, that um, episode is No, my husband so loves it. It's not my type of humor. But it, it's no, it's, it's very... Uh, male centric i guess of course. well i don't know my wife loved it but uh yeah it's a lot of toilet gags and yeah. uh you know and it's all sci-fi fantastical uh, but it's also brilliant like it's yeah. quite smart um i became an instant fan i it's been picked up for seven more seasons or something apparently so i can't wait rick and morty highly recommended okay my next one goes back to my love of horror haunting of hill house Good. So this was I so acclaimed on Netflix. So right, go ahead. Elizabeth Reese, Michael Houseman from Game of Thrones, Timothy Hutton, bunch more 
I mean, there's this huge family, right? And the but the kids apparently are the great. The kids right? are unbelievable. The little girl uh, uh, that plays kind of the key character, because it's always going back and forth. It's one of those stories where um, it starts with the future, a particular incident. I really can't give it away in the future. And then it's always going back to yeah. what happened in the I've house. I've been tempted to watch this, but again, I don't do horror. Yes, but it's, I would say, 75% drama right. and 25% horror. Yeah, so maybe I will. It, it, the acting is so spectacular that the, the tragic drama that hits this family, it deals with drug addiction. It deals with the sisters, like, the, the, screwing each other over. One of them is a is homosexual. Like, there's all these... All these facets that they cover in this horror show, it's mm. brilliant. Yeah. And and also it's terrifying right. <laughs> at times. Which is why, the only reason why I haven't checked it out, also my wife is a total no buono yeah. to horror. Yeah. So it's going to be very hard for me to watch a whole series. <laughs> it, it would be, but it, it, for the performances, Tony, you really should at some point visit it, maybe in broad daylight. Well, I'm glad it's on your list because yeah. I know that's been very acclaimed. Okay, my next one is a British uh, import, which is on Netflix with Richard Madden, Bodyguard. Did you see Just Bodyguard? Just watched it, yeah, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, it's solid. It's I really liked it. British uh, drama and action. Um, it, what I think I really liked about it is, A, it's just so damn British. It is and, so damn um, British. Richard Madden. Lots of bollocks and fucking in yeah. there. <laughs> Richard Madden was really good in it. He was it. really good. Um, and What's he from? Game of Thrones. What? Rob Stark. Is that seriously who that was? That's Rob Stark. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, I can't and now I he's that. being buzzed as the front runner to be James, the next James Bond, uh, because he looks damn good in a suit. Um, it's I could solid. Have that. It's a solid kind of uh, action thriller, you know, and really, really stout and British. So I, I definitely recommend um, Bodyguard. I knew and, I knew him from somewhere. Yeah. That drove me insane. <laughs> yeah. And it's got a great twist. Yeah. Um, great cliffhanger. So I, I'm I'm sure they'll do a, a season two because it yeah. was apparently like BBC's biggest hit ever or something. Yeah. So I it highly recommend Bodyguard. I binged it in like two days. I yep. loved it. Okay, good. That was actually next on my list. Oh, good. Um, next is uh, Atypical Season 2. I loved it. Oh, I it. loved it. I didn't put that on my list, and I loved that even better than Season 1. I did, one. too. I, I did got too. you into that show. You got me into it. You know, obviously, it, it covers autism. Show. But that family and the, the sister's storyline gets really yeah. good in that. I almost love her more than the main character. Me too. The sister me too. is a breakout. Because she's even, got her own issues yeah. that she's really battling the whole with. cast of the family oh, they're, they're so great good. yeah i really love that show i think it's already renewed for season three oh, definitely i yeah. love i love that show yeah it's it's a really charming show um and very dramatical and thematical but as well but not funny yeah but not soapy yeah you know it was just it's just a really well-rounded show and the cast is fantastic i'm glad you did that because i love a typical and i yeah, totally forgot i love about i love that show Okay, next on my list is The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, I still haven't seen it. Oh, you got to watch it. I've heard her. it's really great. Fantastic. She's like a comedy star, right? Or yeah, something? so it's set in like the 50s or 60s, and it's this housewife who, you know, her husband leaves her, and she becomes a comedian. And the dialogue and the writing is so witty. Awesome. And the main girl who, Rachel Brunstein, I think's her yeah. name. She's from House of Cards. That's where I've seen her. Okay. Um, and Black, uh, Blacklist, I think I've seen her in. Um, she's phenomenal. Awesome. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's on my list for it's, sure. It's funny, but it's really, it's so 
crackling with dialogue. It's so witty. Awesome. So, and, and that show came out of nowhere, won all these Golden Globes, and people were it's like, Prime, Marvelous right? yeah. what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Amazon Prime, Marvelous Miss Maisel, highly recommended. Awesome. Season two's already out. It's a great binge watch. Absolutely. That's definitely on my list. My next one is uh, Sense8 because they did the finale. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah well, so, not really a series, but you're no, right. It you're was right. a movie. It, but was, sure. it was a movie. Uh, it should have gone under movies. It was a three hour sort of TV special. No, no, it totally counts. I yeah. love Sense8. So I adore that show, as you know. Yeah. It's phenomenal. I think they did a beautiful job wrapping it up. Apart from the dildo. <laughs> the last shot the last, of the dildo. It's the so last like... 10 minutes are a little bit like, okay, we get it. I didn't even mind the sex scene. It was just the dildo dropping in the floor covered in jizz. <laughs> it's like yeah the ending that is a little weird but overall the way they ended the whole thing was great i really enjoyed it it is a fascinating show it was the concept's amazing the characters are cool there's a lot of good stuff in that show and it's the wachowskis who are obviously you know transgender yeah so it's got lots of themes from transgender and homosexuality which i I didn't mind at all because i loved the characters characters again as i said the the dildo (laughs) dropping to the ground is the final shot and And that's the first shot in the first episode yeah it's a huge maybe that's why they did yeah i know huge orgy scene it's very weird no the orgy i didn't mind it was just kind of did the dildo dropping but um um, no, I'm glad you put that there. And also talk about the power of fans yeah. and social media. They made that happen. They canceled Sensate on a huge cliffhanger know, as well. So not okay. Unresolved. And uh, the fans brought it back. You know, and the thing about that show is it was so expensive, as you it know, because they shot it in like in eight different world, countries. Yeah. And that yeah, they were able to bring it back with like a two and a half hour finale. And the finale was satisfying. It was very good. I really enjoyed it. Um I'm I'm glad you put that there. Yeah, People should it. definitely check out Sensei. Yeah, that's a great show. It really so is. So underrated. That's brilliant. Okay, let's see what else I've got. I think I'm almost done. Okay, Daredevil season three. Um, okay. I am so pissed off with this because they canceled that show. Because I actually loved that season more than the other two. Yeah, and I know you don't feel that way, but I do. Oh, no, no. I loved it because Vincent D'Onofrio came so back as good. Kingpin. And he's amazing. It was um, brilliant. I, I did enjoy it. Um, but the first is still my favorite one. I loved it. But the thing, I just can't believe they, I don't know what's was... going on with Marvel and Netflix. Well, didn't they and... just sell it all to Disney or something? Well, Disney, the rumor is Disney are opening their own channel. They're but... releasing their own channel. So anyway. I guess they own it. But Disney's never going to do a show that gritty because no. it was like hard, mature, R-rated. So anyway, it's really weird. So if they do do it, it's going to now be recast and everything, which I think is a big mistake. Big mistake. I hope that changes. It I hope started not... the whole ball rolling with all these Marvel uh, TV shows with Punisher and Jessica yeah. Jones. And anyway, and then Luke Cage got canceled after that. Um, but we still have Punisher season two coming out, that's right? Coming out. Okay, that's good. on my list of anticipated shows for okay, 2019. Good. So I I have no anticipated shows for 2019, unfortunately, on my list. But well, I'm not done yet. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, are you done? No, I have two oh. more. Oh, go That's ahead. It's my turn. <laughs> Lost in Space. You didn't see it. Oh, well, I tried to. Oh, I, I loved, loved Lost really? in Space. The That's dad, Netflix too. Toby Stevens. I loved this actor. He was awesome. The kids were amazing. It's two daughters and a, and a younger kid. I really, really enjoyed this. So it's obviously a science fiction, futuristic. Um, they are basically, you know, the planet's ending in some form. You never really understand exactly why. And they're 
out in space and they mm. get lost and they ha- find a planet and it's stuff happens. I really enjoyed the show yeah, and I highly recommend it. Visually, it was pretty. It. it just the first episode seemed so soapy to me for some oh, reason. I don't. I don't get that at all. I no, loved just me. it. No. Okay. Good. All right. And then my next one is Glow season two. Yes, you love that. I love Glow, which is funny because it's all it's. You know, all feminine empowerment, you know, uh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. You know, um, I might watch it. You've, you've I love talked it. a lot and then about it. Mark Maron's in it. I love his podcast, WTF with Mark Maron. Um, Alison Brie. Um, it, it, it's just a really fun film. Kate Nash is in it as How well. Funny. Um, I, I, I loved it. I loved the first season. I loved the second season. It's been picked up for season three, which is cool. going to be set in um, Vegas. I mean, it's a true story based on the glow uh, wrestlers, the ladies of wrestling in the 80s. Um, it's a really fun kind of touching and quite funny and quirky show nice. on Netflix. I recommend Glow. All right. I'm going to end with one that I know you didn't like because you stopped watching it. But I want people to watch the show. It's Manifest. I really liked this oh, show. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't oh God the me on my last show. The premise was good, but oh, God, it got so cheesy. Sorry. Go I ahead. really love the premise. You are the right. Premise was cool. Some of the actors have some issues, but I to me. I couldn't stand the main girl. See, I don't mind her at all. The guy's um, okay. I didn't mind her. It got better and better for me okay. as I went on. I saw two or three episodes. I, I finished the season to where it just cut off and they left on a really great cliffhanger. Has it been picked up? I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I actually don't check on those things. That's weird. Okay. I just kind of wait for my shows to come <laughs> back. And if they do, they do. Yeah. I really like the concept. I really like it's going very much into obviously government conspiracy. And I really like it. Yeah. So these guys go on the plane. And to them, they've been on the plane for like 30 minutes. And when no, they land, yeah. they've been for five missing hours for like yeah. years, right? Yeah, they've been missing for like six years. Yeah, so the premise was cool. Yeah. Um. So I, I quite enjoyed the first episode, even though I couldn't stand the girl. But then as it kept going, it just, yeah, it got too convoluted oh, for I me. Loved but it. that's okay. I'm glad you liked it. So you recommend Don't Manifest. Don't listen to Tony. Only listen to me. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like it, but that's okay. Um, it's something for everyone. Okay, my last one you absolutely won't like. This is probably the most depraved show I've seen in a long time. I found it out of nowhere. It's called Happy with Christopher Maloney, who's from like CSI. Um, the I know. Reason, <laughs> the reason it caught my interest is it's uh, by uh, Grant Morrison, who's a, a very well-known acclaimed comic book writer. Um, and it's uh, he he's this like completely corrupt, immoral cop who gets busted and then becomes like a hitman. And he's like, you know, he's into sex and drugs and alcohol. And then he basically has this make believe unicorn <laughs> animated friend voiced by Patton Oswalt. OK. And then like his daughter gets kidnapped by like very bad Santa. And it just goes off the rails from there i can't believe they got away with stuff that's in the show it's so depraved okay um it's sci-fi channel which really surprised me because i do not like sci-fi the only thing i've ever liked out of sci-fi is battle of star galactica um but christopher maloney is he just goes like no holds barred he's very uh entertaining in it um and the other cast were pretty good and I mean, it was, I binged the entire thing in one day. I quite enjoyed it. So it's on Netflix. It's called Happy. Um, It was very well reviewed. And I I definitely recommend uh, the depraved people to check it out. 
I'm done. Yeah, that's my list. Yeah. So, okay, good. So we don't have a lot of time. Yeah, we don't have a lot of time left because uh, we went way over our normal time limit. But I want to do a, a quick kind of preview. 2019 is pretty exciting. It the is. The only thing I really noticed is it's mostly reboots, remakes, it and totally sequels. Is, yeah. That said, most of them I'm Look totally awesome. down for. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> yeah. So, Agreed. okay, so here's what we've got for 2019. Uh, movies, Glass. So excited! I'm about excited Glass. for that because Split was great. Split's amazing. I'm just going to go through them. Yeah, uh, Lego Movie Two. Yep. Captain Marvel. Yep. Um, Shazam, which actually doesn't look that great mm. to me, but I love Zachary Levi. Of course, Avengers Endgame, which I'll call it now, is going to be one of the biggest films of 2019, of hands course. down. And it better um, be awesome. I would say it, it is, but there's some other. Huge movies coming out this yep. year that, you know, could give it a run for its money. Yep. John Wick 3, Can't I'm wait. excited for. Aladdin, I'm still excited for. You Me know, too. Uh, I'm not blown away with the casting and the trailers. Um, I, Will Smith, I think, is the right guy to pull off the genie. Don't get me wrong. I'm just, I'm not sure yet. And I love the animated one so much. So, same here. Um, yeah. It's like one I'm, of my favorite Disney movies. I'm still excited for it. Lion King, I don't know why. Looks amazing. It looks totally amazing. It just looks amazing. Well, my point is, is it's like a live action, but it's not really. It kind of is. It's the well. It's like Mowgli. Uh, not Mowgli. Well, at uh, least Jungle Book. Jungle Book had a human playing Mowgli. Yeah, it's true. Um, but the the trailer gave me goosebumps. It looks phenomenal. That film will absolutely give Avengers a run for its money. Uh, Lion King is my favorite animated Disney movie of all time. Dumbo actually looks adorable it looks so to me. Cute. Uh Tim Burton. So I I mean look, we've got Aladdin Lion King and Dumbo all coming out as quote unquote live action Disney remakes this year. Toy Story 4. I'm excited. I mean, I the thing is I'm not even the biggest fan of the oh, first Toy I Stories. Them. I like them, but Toy Story 3 blew me away. It was yeah. phenomenal. Spider-Man Far From Home. I mean, I love Tom Holland. Love Tom Spider-Man Holland. and Peter Parker. Rocket Man, which is Taron Egerton. I'm excited. As Elton John. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a musical rock opera biopic. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is oh, Leonardo I'm DiCaprio. Really excited Brad for that. Pitt. That's Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, really excited um, for that. Ford vs. Ferrari, which okay. is Matt Damon and Christian Bale. Um, that looks amazing. It. Chapter two. Oh, can't wait. Looks great. Terminator. Yeah. With Sarah Connor. Linda Hamilton returning as That's Sarah exciting. Connor. That's exciting. That's going to be exciting. Joker. Mm-hmm. That, uh, Joaquin Phoenix as Joker. I mean, he's okay. an amazing actor. Mark Maron's in that as well. Zombieland 2. Yeah, they're doing it. They're, they just got announced. I didn't yeah. realize that was already next year. Yeah, That's Woody amazing. Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone, Abigail Breslin, all returning. Um, a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. That's the one I told you with uh, Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers. <laughs> um, and then, of course, Star Wars Episode Nine, J.J. Abrams. So I'll call it now Star Wars Episode Nine, Avengers Infinity War, Lion King, will dominate the box office Agreed. this year without a doubt yep those are the films to beat yep um and those are the films i'm expecting to be blown away with the most yeah i have a couple um 
you pretty much covered everything. How to Train Your Dragon 3. Oh, yes. Coming out. I love out. those Can't movies. Can't wait. How did I miss that? I'm not sure. Oh, it's on my list. Oh, you just missed it somehow. Oh, yeah. I had a few more. I skipped over somehow, but oh, go ahead. You can, I mean, no, you no, can go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, this one you wouldn't mention as it's horror, Pet Cemetery. I'm really excited oh, about King. it. King. The, the original messed me up so much. <laughs> I, I kind of love the the concept and then this is silly and don't laugh at me because i loved the first one i'll watch it happy death day 2 it's coming out valentine's day i can't wait i left out us which is the next movie from jordan peele yes (gasps) that looks the trailer looks really creepy and then hellboy with david harbour who's hopper from stranger things that'll be good um, it looks fun and i love especially Hellboy uh, 2, The Golden Army. I actually love that one. Okay, so that's a preview of the movies coming out for 2019. It's kind of exciting. We have a good amount. Yeah, that's good ones. Again, a lot of remakes, reboots. Hollywood needs to get off their ass and get a bit more original. Um, But again, I'm not going to lie. Over half of those, I absolutely am excited So in, yeah. Okay, TV shows. So I had to mention TV because there's some amazing shows coming. Mm -hmm. Uh, Game of Thrones. Final season. The final season. I mean... I'm watching that on your screen, by the way. It's the best TV show I've ever seen. It's next level, Lord of the Rings type shit uh, with lots of dicks. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's such an incredible show. Um, Each season just got better and better. I I cannot wait. I don't even know what to predict. I know. Uh, Apparently... That's set when? July? No. uh, April, July. I'm not sure. Apparently it's devastating and it's going to shake people to their core and blow your mind and exceed all expectations. Of course. Um, That's Game of Thrones final season. So that's probably my most anticipated TV show. Next, of course, is Stranger Stranger Things Things season three. I I love that show so much. Next is Good Omens, which is a Neil Gaiman book he wrote with Terry Pratchett. And it's David Tennant and uh, Michael Sheen. Awesome. Uh, they play the devil and an angel. Oh, I'll totally watch Trying it. to save the world. Um, next, also Neil Gaiman, is season two of American Gods. Which you liked, um, right? I loved the first oh, season. Good. It was very stylistic and artsy. But no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, American American Gods. I'm looking forward to the second season. Uh, next is The Umbrella Academy. Uh, this is based on a comic book from uh, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, Gerard Way. Okay. Um, it looks fascinating. It's got Ellen Page in it, Robert Sheehan. Looks really good. Uh, Punisher season two. Can't wait. With John Brent. I, I love the first season. Then they'll probably fucking cancel it. Uh. But the first season was fantastic. Uh, the end of the fucking world. Did you see that show? I still didn't. I don't know oh why. Oh my god! You need that is a really quirky, weird, and charming show. I really should watch about it. this kid who thinks he's a, a serial killer. Yeah, and he makes friends with this girl so he can murder her <laughs> and falls in love with her. And it's I really, really need to watch it. Twisted and demented and really sweet. I'll watch and it. And it's based on a little comic book. Um, every episode is about ten minutes long. What? Yeah. You'll get through the whole thing in like an hour. Oh, wow. Yeah. Literally, it's like 11 minutes, 12 minutes. Oh, wow. It's so short. Um, I highly recommend that show. A lot of people probably steered clear of it because it's called The End of the Fucking World. <laughs> but it's really charming. Um, Watchmen. They're doing it as a TV show okay. on uh, HBO, I think. So I'm fascinated for that. Look, uh, the movie is very devi- divisive. Mm. I love the movie. Yeah, you've said. Uh, but I'm fan- uh, fascinated to see how they'll do the show. Uh, the Mandalorian. You know what that is, right? Mm-mm. 
Oh, the Mandalorian of the Bounty Hunters from oh, Star Wars. Okay, Star Wars movies. So、uh, John Favreau is making a TV show. Uh, TV series called The Mandalorian,、uh, with、uh, that guy、uh, Pedro Pascal, who plays the Viper in Game of Thrones, okay, and the guy from Narcos, oh, awesome,、um, and Kingsman, nice.、Um, he's being cast as the lead.、Um, True Detective season three, <gasps> exciting. Season three is getting、uh, really strong reviews. Apparently,、cool. it's like a return yeah, to season form. Season two was weak. Yeah, you know, I liked it. it was very mixed, but it was just a mess.、Yeah. I loved Colin Farrell、yeah. uh, in the second season, but the story was all、but、over the place. One was just so amazing, one was pitch perfect. It really was.、Um, but True Detective season three, I'm really excited for. And then last on my list is The Crown. Season three、It's、of The、awesome. Crown,、um, Olivia Coleman, who we were talking about from The Favorite, she's now cast as the Queen, Queen Elizabeth. It's set in the seventies, and Helen Bonham Carter as her sister、uh, Margaret.、Um, I think it's going to be phenomenal. Be、awesome. I love that show. So that's what I've got for TV shows for two thousand and nineteen. It's a good lineup, both TV and movies. Okay, good folks. Well, look, there you go. So that's our review of 2018 for movies, TV shows. So you know, get your pen and paper. Ones you haven't seen, check them out, and then、uh, that gave you a preview of what to look forward to in 2019. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Good night. Good night. Thanks so much for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. My friendly reminders: don't forget to follow us on all of our social media—Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram—at Tony the Movie Guy. Make sure to check out our website, TonyTheMovieGuy.com. It's really cool. Got a lot of new reviews on there, new podcast episodes, any updates from Tony the Movie Guy will be there. Also, don't forget to leave a five-star review for us on iTunes. Really appreciate it. It really helps out. And lastly, if you'd like to support the podcast further, we have our Patreon page set up. All the links will be in the show notes below, and we will see you in two weeks with another fabulous episode. Bye bye.